What's up, what's up, everybody? This is the His Cape, Not Yours podcast. And this is a podcast that is um, basically based on discussions surrounding the daily challenges of us as millennials, right? Mm -hmm. As we begin to and or strengthen our daily walks with Jesus Christ. Amen. The Savior, the Lord and Savior. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, uh, myself, you know, my name's Brandon. If y'all, if this is y'all first time listening, uh, for those of you that are returning listeners, you already know who this is. Mm-hmm. We and got we're here with this Project Pat right here. Project. I hate, you know, this, I hate this name, but uh, it, it follows it, me. It, it stick. You know, yeah. it just, it just, bro, you just, look, that's God's favor. You don't even realize it right now. It's Whatever. Favor. It's favor. Whatever. <laughs> but you know what? You ever watch The Breakfast Club? And okay. they say, um... Today we got a special guest with us. Mm. Everybody's a special guest. Everybody is. But man, we really got a special guest in the building. We got special, special, especial. Mm-hmm. He gonna start off by singing us a selection from his new album. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> that all being said, we have a guest on the show today. I'm gonna let him introduce himself. Sir. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I introduce him? No, I wanted him to introduce himself. Oh my goodness. Nah, you wanna do it. You wanna do it here. Here, here I'm gonna take the mic. Here, here. The amazing. The amazing. The incomparable. Incomparable. Uh uncomparable. Uncomparable. Same word. Same word. The, 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 Same the, word, different the, ways. The dazzling. The dazzling. Mm. Charming. Mm. Mm. Come on, come on. Come on. Uh, man, charming. Uh, what's it? Uh, powerful. Loving. I, I feel power. Yeah. Caring. Caring. Yeah. Every. It's like a. It's like a big conundrum. You can't even really. I don't even know if we could do a word for it. I'm just thinking of like the long word. You know that that word is supercalifragil. Espialidocious. Yes. See, this is an audio podcast. But if y'all was here in person, you would have saw that he came in. With rose bearers. Oh, my God. Man went to the bathroom. They Man. threw the rose petals in the bathroom. We got rose petals in the toilet right now. And he had, you know, we just had to dispose of it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, he came in with them, but it was like, you know, he can't, you don't have to stick with them. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can drop them off, and it's still going to be the same effect. They outside. You know what I'm saying? They, they standing outside. <laughs> they on standby right now. You yeah. know, I actually got to keep my voice a little. Matter of fact, let me keep my voice down. I'm speaking too loud right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, um... Never mind. I'm not gonna add no more games. Yeah, all that being said, Yo, every, this is everything y'all just said reminded me of uh, coming back to America. Coming to America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coming back. back. He said coming back. (laughs) (laughs) You clearly didn't watch this. My man said coming back. (laughs) Oh, man. Return. Back to America. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, my. This is uh, Warren Coleman. I'm I'm, I'm, going to take the thank you for the introduction. I I appreciate y'all. I get it from (laughs) y'all. Yeah, so my name is Warren Coleman. Um, Dropped a book uh, two months ago. Allowing God to control, uh, realization, application, and living with um, key principles that only God have control over. Uh, I appreciate y'all for having me on today. Yeah, mm. appreciate it, man. We gotta have the the, um, the claps out. Oh yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah, we, no, that's, that'll be it. It'll yeah. be. We have to add that. Mm-hmm. We have to. We have to. Mm-hmm. We have no other choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man. So I mean, I know you just said that you wrote the book. Can you um, just give us a little background on yourself too uh, before we jump into it? Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, Whew. Like, where are you from? I'm from uh, Willingboro, New Jersey. How, how old is you, if you um, care to share? Suburbs, New mm. City. Yeah. But, um, brother, uh, <laughs> middle child, go to Change Church, West Hampton, mm. um, Change Church, New, New Jersey. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, I mean, heart, heart after God. What middle child, child, bro? Yeah, mm-hmm. middle child, bro. So like, yeah. So like, what about you? How'd you how'd you get to Christ yourself? Like uh, me. Yeah. So brought up in church, walked away when I was sixteen, seventeen. Um, experienced life for myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. walked away from church completely. Wow. Yeah. Um, experienced life. Um, you can find out in the book if you read the book. Chapter one. That was one. That was chapter one. Chapter one. Drops Mike. Um, but yeah, um, rededicate myself five years ago um, after my dad passed away. I uh, figured life was too too short, mm-hmm. so went back to what I knew best, and from there it's like a rediscovery, you know, mm-hmm. reintroduction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel that I was just, I can share that sentiment too because I was kind of in that same position, walking away from it. So I, you know, can see how that feels and how that goes too. Mm-hmm. Like you just find you think you kind of got life under wraps, if you will, and yeah. then you know something like that, you know, happens. It's not always you know somebody passing away, but it's something traumatic, you know, that right. we um, have to experience sometimes to give us like, okay, we got to get back to the truth. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The way, the truth, and the light. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I feel like I feel like mine was like my experience was basically. Uh, it wasn't incorrect. I feel like it was like incomplete, mm. and it was like because that incompletion was there. That's what kind of like pushed me away because it was like I look at I looked at the Bible as rules instead of like principles to help me have a better life. So it was like coming back was like it was That's like good. what I needed. You know what I mean? Yeah, we had a I remember we had an episode like that where he was talking about like you know sometimes I think that's what we kind of naturally look at the Bible to be sometimes mm-hmm. and who Jesus and God it really is is right. it's like trying to limit. Our life experience, you know, right. but it's like he's really there to kind of increase it. Not kind of, he's definitely there to increase yeah. it and make it more abundant for us. But mm-hmm. you know, we always try to do it our way, thinking that that's the only way, you know. So, yeah, man, that's almost human nature. It is. It is. That's a fact. But I think if you can kind of connect humanity to a system mm-hmm. where you can maintain godly principles. Like, how you wake up. When I wake up, usually I use my phone to wake me up. True. I'll hop on the Bible app. Mm-hmm. The light from the phone is waking me up, but I'm still getting a word. Right. And that kind of helps me start my day off in a place where I'm starting on the word. I'm starting with the word. Even if I can't fully absorb what I'm reading, mm-hmm. or it's just I'm practicing the technique to say, you know what, God, I'm putting you first. You're practicing right. discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, P- Pastor, he, um, y'all need to go also to uh, change for another reason is um, obviously we all, we all participants there, but um, there's a 90-day basic training that uh, Pastor's doing right now. It's really good just talking about like discipline and staying in the word and what ways you can really receive it better. But he said something really compelling. It was talking about how sometimes we don't, we think we got to put God first to, to, to a fault. At sometimes, and it's not mm-hmm. saying that you know you're not you don't have his you know your best interest at heart, and you you know you don't really truly don't want to understand it. But at the same time, we have to be aware that when we do read it, it should be at our peak time. You know, for you, like you said, it's in the morning. You know, that's where you're opening up to God a little easier. You know, what I'm saying it's a it's safer space that allows God to really enter in. You know, for Warren, I don't know what it is for you what time, but it could be in the afternoon. Right. You know, that's like right. his time. You know, so it's like. Putting God first doesn't always mean putting God first in the morning, per se, technically. For mm-hmm. obviously us, like myself and Pat, we just that's just what hap- what works for us. Right. But it's about putting in your mind that that's going to be a priority to right. put God mm-hmm. in your day. 
you know, and since I mean, you as know. long as that's not a cop out. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it has to be sincere. Yeah, no. Whereas, oh well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I don't gotta get to him. Man, I'm gonna get the guy. God know my heart. Yeah, yeah, but God also know you need discipline. Yeah, and God also requires submission. Yes, and so it's really about doing the best, best you can. Right. What I've seen. Exactly. Because when we go before God, He's gonna go off our best. Exactly. Like just the best you did. Right. Versus, oh, I just. And it's a heart yeah. posture thing too. Right. I think me and Warren one time was talking about it. Mm-hmm. We were saying how like mm-hmm. sometimes we get so accustomed to routine that we almost uh, idolize routine mm-hmm. over purpose wow. at times too. So it's like, what are you doing that for? Are you doing that to say that you're reading something for the day, or are you actually doing it with the intent? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of, yes, of so trying to get something say, from it. I was gonna say intentionality. Like, yeah. I feel like it's, a, it's all about intentional, like power. Like, how are you being intentional about it? Like, what are you getting from it? Like, what are you seeing in it? Like, because some people, like you said, you guys can do it in the morning. My thing is the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Some people do it at night. Right. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? That might be their time where they actually their brain works the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like intentional. Like, when when do I receive it the best? When do I? get to apply it and be able to sit still because sometimes like my thing was the morning time is all hectic and crazy mm-hmm. I'm not a morning person so it's yeah like, and that's a fact that's yeah. reality that's yeah. a reality for some people man mm-hmm. and, and you know we're not gonna I think I know the word says well, seek ye first the kingdom of God but um, that's what that, but that's why I think uh, I'm in John right now I'm reading how Jesus in a way he went against the word but he right. didn't you know right. what I'm saying like so that verse I think like we can kind of say alright you know what obviously your morning is not for you. The morning is not something that, right. you know, is is the best that you can offer that you would offer to God. But that doesn't yeah. mean, right? Uh, it doesn't. But I, but I also feel like. Uh, go ahead. I feel like the morning you shouldn't start your day without God. Sure. So I mm-hmm. feel like everyone should have some sort of routine in the morning. Yeah. Where they communicate with God. So you're saying even if it's not like necessarily reading. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, okay. No, no, no. I agree. Be that deep, I agree with you. Yeah. For example, is the difference between reading the Bible versus the day? Gotcha. And studying scripture. I agree right? with you. So there's a difference between communicating with God through his word and then studying the right. word. That's probably better for nighttime. Right. Unless you just that deep that right. you can get up five in the morning and get cracking. Yeah. But there is something to be said about the Bible says to meditate day and night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that we should be in God's presence on a continual basis throughout the day. Yeah. And so that that's something I'm always, you mean, and to seek you first the kingdom of God, yeah. that gets blown out of context yes. in a lot of ways. It does, right. You're, um, I won't get into it, but and all these things will be added mm-hmm. if, if, from what I've seen and more so applies to the, if we want these things to be added, mm-hmm. It should come from this stance, right? This heart posture, mm-hmm. right? But I, I, I don't have it with me. I ain't got it on me right now. But, but like, people take that out of context. Yeah, like what? No, nah, like what you're saying. Like what the scripture is saying is like. So when you're seeking God, is you coming into His presence so He can be able to put you in that heart heart posture? Exactly. So it's like right. it's like which after you come out of that presence, like you might want different or you might see different. Right. The mm-hmm. perspective shift. So like you got you got something there. That's that's where the scripture is based mm-hmm. on is like, 
is like coming into him and it's like so you can take yourself and put yourself aside mm-hmm. so I can give you more of myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like once you get more of myself, you'll be able to see something a lot more clearer than you was before. Yeah. So something you thought you needed, mm-hmm. you really like uh You really like you come yeah. to see that like you wasn't right. that wasn't even for you. Right. I was reading I was listening to Stephen Furtick earlier today and he uh had a a sermon that he preached on Sunday, I'm assuming, because it just got released in the video, but it was talking about how God's blocking you from things that you don't even realize that he's blocking you from. And the only way that you really can understand that, mm-hmm. to not even really, you're never really going to fully understand it, because there's some things that we'll never know about that he blocked us from. But like, you know, he was putting into context like this, the little stuff like, oh, I'm running late for work, or I'm running late for this, but you little do you know that you know there was an accident just on two ninety five or whatever road mm-hmm. that you need to take to go there mm-hmm. to get to your destination like just little stuff like that and being open to that requires that you be open to God because sometimes we were trying to force things to happen mm-hmm. because we're not allowing ourselves to be open to God mm-hmm. you know so we try to create our own real our own reality of what God only God can do. You know what I'm saying? We try to be like the sculptors, but God's really the sculptor. He got the one. You just you the you the work of art. Right. You know. Right. So. I think it's really about getting comfortable, taking your hands off of what's not yours to be touching. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think I've had to learn. You know that those the quote we catch more flies with honey. Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about, but basically saying it's like it's better to do it how. The simple way to, for it to be done right. versus to try to do it your way right. and screwing it all up. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I've learned, okay, if let's say I'm looking for a job or let's say I need another opportunity, I've learned not to force things, mm-hmm. but to be active. Yes. So to be an active participant mm-hmm. in things moving. Yes. But not forcing things. Right. So I had an opportunity to work somewhere and I really. Could have jumped in and said, you know what, I'm going blah, 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 I'm going to jump in, woo, woo, right. But I literally was talking to my chiropractor, who's like my part-time therapist. <laughs> At this point. really are. really are, And he was like, do you want to do this? And I'm like, not a bone in my body wants to do this. <laughs> like, none of me wants to do this. Like, I don't have a, and I don't mind working somewhere I don't feel like working. Yeah. But you feel like I you don't feel like it's a necessity. I don't feel like, and there's something else pending. Yeah. So it, it was where it's like God's like, yo, where's your faith at? Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're gonna get the faith, you go after. Yeah. So if you want other things that you feel, you feel, you know, I'm over here in this right. area. Right. I'm not necessarily over there. Right. So if you jump over there, that's just to sustain you. Yes. But if you trust me to sustain you over here. Yeah. You'll get even, was, was, even greater, right? Yeah. Because you know how people say all the time, um, "He give you the desires of your heart." Right. Another scripture out of context: "Delight in the Lord." Right? Mm-hmm. Right. They missed that part. They missed right. that part. Right. Yeah. It's just like, are you going to sit over here with me? Right. And delight. And delight in what I have now, right, right now for right. you. Exactly. Yes. And you, you stay right here because mm-hmm. it's like the same faith you need. To get home safe. Right. It's the same faith you're going to get to get out your situation or to get where you're trying to go. It's the same thing. The confidence you have to say, God, please get me home safe. Right. You should take that same confidence. Mm -hmm. But God, I need the right opportunity. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I'm learning where it's like, 
right, you know what? I'm going to take my hands off and and move with that same energy. Mm-hmm. Keep that same energy. Right, keep that same energy. That's that's like a, that's a, those words, that phrase right there. Is, it fits it so It fits well. so well with a lot of stuff, I think, with God, because it's like, we feel so strongly about what we want, but yet. We we try and and we even do this as Christians, right? We claim that God is the all knowing, all you know, all powerful, mm-hmm. Almighty God. But yet, when we get into situations, it's like, oh no, nah, I have to make the decision. I gotta I gotta be responsible for why this happens. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it's like, wait, wasn't you just telling me that this is the all powerful, all knowing, all seeing mm-hmm. God that you praise and worship? Mm-hmm. Yet, you know what I'm saying? You're in a difficult situation. And now it's just like, oh, I mean, I have to do what I have to do. Right. You know, and I feel like we have all different, it's kind of, this kind of all flows into our topic of discussion today, but it's, it's, uh, it's kind of funny how I think we all have different levels of trust, depending on this level of uh, the, the spectrum that we're on. So like some people, we get ahead, right? And we, we kind of submit to other things rather than continuing to submit to the one who got us there. Right. Mm-hmm. Then there's uh, those of us that you get to certain points, you know, on the other side where, you know, you're so low, you resort to to uh, going to other things to submit to because you feel like God's not powerful enough to bring you up from where you're at. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's a different level of it, but it all kind of ties to one consistent theme, which is what is your what is your level of submission? Mm-hmm. Where are you at in terms of your submission? Because although we all are Christians, I, can we can we be honest and say sometimes it looks different right. for some of us? Right. You know, some of us are here, some of us are mm-hmm. there. We may be, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like I can submit to God when it comes to making big financial decisions, but I can't submit to God when it comes to my daily finances or something like mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? No, no I like I, I understand. It's like it's like it's kind of like. Allowing God to control is like what my my whole perspective was. So, yeah, so tell the title of your book again. Say it one more time for uh, the for the allowing people. Allowing God to control. Allowing God um, to control, and that, and that was dropped when. Uh, it was dropped November eighth. November eighth, twenty nineteen. And like, get your was, copy. What what my whole mindset was like. <clears throat> I was so consumed over controlling my life, so it was like, and that it was submission with that. Because it's like I had to understand and take a step back that God didn't create me to control anything. He created me to store it. Mm-hmm. So it's That's like in yeah. our lives, it's like even in that area, it's, it's everybody has an area where they try to control. Yeah. No matter where yeah. it is. And it's like submission comes a lot into that because it's like, it's kind of like for me, what was my submission? My submission was like, it, what it looked like was, all right, God, is this something that I should be stewarding? And how much should I be stewarding? it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, for me, it was my life. So it was like, everything in my life, I try to control it. So it was like, I wasn't trying to submit. That's why I ran away right. from the church mm-hmm. when the first time. Because it was like, I didn't want to submit to those type of things or those what God was saying in the Bible. I didn't want to sit in that way. But it's just like, I didn't realize that it looks differently to everybody. I didn't know that my submission looks differently than the person that sat next to me in church. Right. Or with the, the pastor sitting up, standing on the pulpit. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I think our purpose, the the purpose. See, the thing is, it's it's funny you say that because I think everybody has their own purpose. Everybody has their own reason for their for their creation. Of course. But that doesn't that shouldn't change our consistency and our level of submission. Like right. just because somebody's a pastor or preacher, shouldn't change 
that person's shouldn't be different. Their submission level shouldn't be any higher than somebody who's just in a congregation. Right. You know, because it takes all parts to work together right. to create right. the good that is the church, for example. You know, like I might be the head, but if you the arm or whatever, right. the arm still needs to function right. in the same way. It right. might not function mm. practically in the same way, but the internal, right. it, it, should, it should be there. You know what I'm saying? But I also think we got to get to a point where submission is more finite because what's happening is you got people who think they're submitting and they're not really operating in the fullness of their gift. Right. No, that's so true. For example, that's true. They might think submission is being an usher. That's true. Right? And that might be at the peak based off of their life and what they've been through. Yeah, right, right, right. right. That them doing that is a big deal for them. Right, 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 right. for sure. But now guys are requiring them to go to the next level. Right, where, right. Where it might be ushering and ministry school. Yeah. And doing something else. Right. That serve. That might be where God has right. them. And that might be the highest peak of their submission in right. this season. That's right. true. So a lot of times people think submitting to God is showing up, mm-hmm. helping out. Right. When God's like, okay, I see you did that. Yeah. But you're stronger than that. Right. I see you more. That. I see more of you. Yeah. yeah. You doing this and that is not going to hurt you. Exactly. Right? That's good. Uh, I can honestly relate to that. You know, I'm sure, you know, we all can in terms of like, you know, for example, just like serving in ministry and stuff. Because be, if I'm being real, like, you know, sometimes you, at least I'm speaking for myself, I've been getting stretched, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, like, you know, and it's sometimes I think to myself, dag, like how, how is this going to happen? But it's really, you got, we have to kind of look at it as an opportunity for God to be who he really is. Because I feel like sometimes we try to, it's like a limit on, we're placing limits on God in a way when we don't choose to submit to maybe some doors that are being opened. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously there's wisdom. You have to use wisdom, you right. know, when certain things are open, like, because you can't just take everything that's given to you. Just like you just said, like, you you know, you had a job opportunity, but it was like, I, you know, is that the best thing for me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, you have to use wisdom, but we also have to know what is and that, that's where it's identifying what is God and what is my own selfish desire. Right. You know, it's like that inner voice, like how you were saying earlier. You're talking about um, knowing that God wanted you to leave a certain opportunity at a certain time, and that's how I felt with that. With the opportunity was posed to me, it was like it was like you don't gotta do this, right? I got you, right. You're doing too much. And then it was like, it was like, you know how people say, uh, God is the God of this and God of that. And they go down the list like, he's the God of Jacob, Isaac, and all that other stuff. It was like, God was saying, I'm the God that did this for you. Mm -hmm. I'm the God. Remember this crazy boy? That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 subtle. Yo, he was going through Mm, all these That's good. That's good. And I was like, Yo, your track record is fire. <laughs> I can't. I can't disconnect. You been leaving? High heat consistent. <laughs> um, so you know what? I'm a. I'm a. Be still, and I'm gonna just stay close to your voice. So when you say go, I know when to move. Yeah, that's good. I and f- go ahead. Yeah, 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 no, I feel. I feel like like just by listening to both of y'all, is like submission is a way of us being our authentic self. Because it's like in each mm-hmm. season they change. Yeah. So it's like when in that when that season changed, what does your submission look like? That's what does true. your authentic self really look mm, like? That's and true. It's like, because what happens is we shift seasons and we are putting on this type of coat 
where guys are like that's not the season for this type of coat. Mm, it's springtime. That's a spring so coat. Like, you it's like, winter time. So your authentic yeah. self in the springtime mm. is without a coat. So it's like mm. submission kind of goes in hand with. I can it's like that it's like yeah, 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 what season am I in or what period am I in where it's like I need to be authentic to myself? Mm. It's like, where, what does that look like? Right. And for making those decisions, it's like, okay, God, did, how can I submit in those ways? Right. You know what I'm saying? God, man. Yeah. And what does it look like? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's, I think that's the biggest thing is like we are kind of constantly like because I've seen a trend between both of your responses and that is. How, what does it look like? Right. Mm. And it made and it he's you know kind of alluded to it. Good point. It was like. You know, you it looks like whatever sometimes season that you have to that you're in, mm-hmm. and a lot of times like he'll put you in seasons that require more of the seasons. It's like all right, I still I'm still submitting to you, but it's not you know what I'm saying right. every last little thing. It's right. okay. I, I'm because I think at some point right we have to like when I was so when I was I'll speak on this topic when I was early on with dating right, mm-hmm. um, I would constantly pray and like ask God, yo God, if this is it, then please. Mm-hmm. Let it grow. If it's not it, you know, mm-hmm. let it die where it is. And you and I kept saying that prayer, and then slowly but surely, it was it was turning into okay. I I can see this. Right, I can right. see this. You know, I, mm-hmm. this is this this is the, I'm seeing the fruit. Mm-hmm. Fruit looks good. Right. Tastes good. You know, mm-hmm. um, but it's also like it kind of uh, hit me like okay, you see all this yet you still don't trust me in a way because you keep you keep checking it with me. I was like I'm like I already okay that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's like I already okay that you, you yeah, keep you I'm keep facing the same situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you keep coming to me. Yeah, like, oh, I told you. And so, yeah. you know, I told you. We stop. already there. Yeah, we are like pray, pray about the next level. Let's right? move on. Like let's right. move on. I got you covered. Mm-hmm. I already covered right, you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like oh, <laughs> that's like another like again like a, a, a time where it's like I right, you submitted to me when when you needed to. So right. now you so now I've okayed it and I'm at and I'm telling you that you can. Mm. Proceed. Mm. The, the, so it's like you know it's what like what you're saying is basically like trust is a reason of submission too. Yeah, like it, it looks like it. So it's like in a way we like we like our right, guy like we coming to him coming to him and he's like all right like how you said he's like I'm showing you the fruits. Yeah, like we look so spiritual and it's like God show us in the natural and like just check your season look at your season what did it look like right and right it's like right there trust what I put in front of you so it's like submit unto what I put in front of you right like, I've had mentors. Who have left me because I spent too much time talking about the old season. Mm. And they had seen, seen me grow out of that. Mm-hmm. But I kept coming back to them to Asking get, the same get their thing. approval mm-hmm. on something I'd already outgrown. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, after a while, they just were like, subconsciously like, okay, I'm going to have to <laughs> You're going to have to just... Because he don't realize my mentor... My mentorship has progressed with his growth. Right. Mm. And he keeps seeing himself back there. Right. So, wow. It's like, I can't help him no more because he don't get, he's not there no more. <sighs> I've already given you the glasses, but you get, you keeping them in your case. Mm-hmm. Or, you you clearly didn't open the case. <laughs> yeah. So you don't want, you don't want to see. Yeah. You don't want to see. Right. We're preaching. Y'all preaching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a word. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. For another week, we good. Hey, man. So I, I, I had a question that um, I wanted to just pose to everybody here was, um, so 
we always discuss what that concept of submission kind of looks like, right? Mm-hmm. Does it, and I think we kind of answered it, but I want more, a little bit more clarity on it, light on it, is what does submission look like for somebody who's new to, you know, establishing their relationship with God, mm. as opposed to somebody who's heavier into their walk? And is there a difference? That's tough because yeah. you think about everybody does do it differently. And then everybody, not everybody, but a good amount of people don't really have a foundation on what the origin looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, I can say read your word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I always tell people to start out in Proverbs versus just trying to read the Bible. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because how I started was it's 31 days in the, uh, in the month. Mm-hmm. Even Proverbs, yes. whatever you want to do. Yeah. Right. Some people might not know. Okay, they might go, oh, you know what? Th- thanks. That's good. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Right. Then they might log into the King James Version. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about that, no too. No shade on King James. Bruh. Probably not the best way for a baby yeah. Christian no, to start. Right. Not at all. Right. They must, so I'll say now, if, that, if you don't. I, I like the New King James, but if you don't rock with that, try the Message version. Right. People don't know that, aka the Ebonics version. Right. So I'm just saying, like, you gotta make sure, <laughs> yeah. like, but somebody might not know to yeah. explain that, or they might not. So they might be trying to like make that connection, mm-hmm. but they don't know the best way to do it. Yeah. So right. it can be tough. Yeah. What you gonna say? Yeah, I'm gonna say like. We, we think the beginning step is, like, the hardest time to submit, but I feel like it's, like, the more time you put on it. True. Because we become so um, diverse in the way that we think because we are, we're getting certain things. And God's like, okay, I brought you in, but it's like, now I'm, I'm nitpicking. And it's those mm. specific things that we don't want to go too deep in. And it's like we have to hit those areas if we want to grow in where we are. Yeah. So, it's like, when you first come, it's like... You, you got that, that Jesus love. You got like, that oh, fire. Yeah, like, yeah. I love church. Like, yeah. this is no church. Like, I'm praying. I've been praying every day. Like, I read my word. Like, I'm listening to worship. Like, and it's like, they think that, that they, hunger, they stay like, They staying for both services. Right, but when you, start, yeah. when you start running, you get tired, bro. And you're getting tired. And you're getting tired. Yeah. Bro, it's, it's different. It looks yeah. different. So when, it's like. When life hits you and you got to practice. Right. Mm. Exactly. What you, right. 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 Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know about all this. Right. Like, so it's like for me, I feel like I feel like it's the longer you go, it's like it's harder to submit. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I I can harder. attest to it's that. Because it's harder to it, it's it's not because when you first like you said when you knew it's like you just trying to get the love of God. Like right, I don't I don't like I don't look yeah, whatever yeah, whatever else oh, yeah. I'll, get, I'll get to that other stuff later. Yeah 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 I'll get to that later. Let me just let me just hear let me just hear God love me. God appreciate right, me. Right. You know what I'm saying. And this and this is something else I'm kind of working on is uh, something that in terms of God's love versus his, I wouldn't say favor per se, but elevation. Right. And the thing is, so the thing is, what I say is like when you're, when, because a lot of times, right, God's love, we don't have to work for that. Right. We don't have to do anything for God to love right. us more or less than what he already does. Mm-hmm. I could be a new new Christian. I could be, a, you know, somebody who's farther in the, right. in the walk. He does not love me any less than when I'd started, mm-hmm. nor 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 more. Right, we right. get that. But when when God's really trying to elevate you, he he, it's not going. I'm not saying that you have to do certain things, but you have to. What, what he's looking at what you're becoming, right? In terms of, are you chasing after his heart? Mm-hmm. Is the thing, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's a difference, and I think kind of re- re- relative to the level of submission is like when you're new, it's just like, like I said, I'm trying to get God's love, right. but it's like. 
Little do you know, when you first come in, guys already, his love for right. you was never, right. there was no different right. before you walked down the aisle right. on that Sunday right. versus after that. Right. But as you continue to grow, you start to realize that. Like me, I was, I honestly worked, I did a, I, I did like when I first um, joined church right. and really started to be, getting involved, I would work, do off of work righteousness. Like I would think, like if I did, if I didn't do something good, like 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 if I was in if I was in school and like me and my boy Joe, uh, other person um, on this podcast, we would go around school like try to evangelize people, talk to people, and if I didn't talk to somebody, I would feel like dang, God don't love me no more, like or something like stuff like that. Um, But sometimes we don't learn that until we're way deep into it, and you trying to put yourself under so much pressure, trying to figure out okay, what's the next thing? Like what's the next level of submission look like? God, I was coming to church, but what else What else do I have to do? You know what I'm saying? And so from that perspective, I think it definitely it, it's different. God's God's outlook of it, it was never different of you, but I think you change in terms of your awareness. It depends on how, so it depends on really how fast, we'll say, you become aware of what the truth is in terms of, okay, God already loved me. I don't have to do anything to work for his qualification for love. But okay, what can I do to elevate my life? Mm. That's why I've been you know what I'm spending more time directing people towards the gospels. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like when they start like really like really just get used to hearing how Jesus talked to people. Right. Because you just learn so much more. Oh, right. it's like, no, it's true. Like, oh, sure. This what you because Jesus is a real simple dude. He very he was. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he would have you walk. He, like, I, I, I can only imagine being in those crowds back in the day and being like, "But just do this." And it's like, because he, he, he <laughs> like, dog, like, do you not hear what I just he, said? He, like, exactly. It's hard. <laughs> Read the gospels and not hear his sarcasm. Right? Oh my god! Like, he is like, Jesus is like, okay, you look at me. Yeah. Okay. A plus B <laughs> equals C. C. Okay. And it's like, but that doesn't make any sense. Wait, tell me, tell me more. A plus B hmm. equals C. But Jesus, it doesn't. But it, I don't. I'm not getting. Don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, it was. I was reading John eight yesterday, and he was, and it was saying how he was talking to the Pharisees and saying how, see, y'all don't believe because you don't already, you don't. You you trust so much in Moses' law, but you fail to remember that Moses would not be here if it hadn't been for my father, and neither I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my father. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "So where's your father?" It's like you don't know my father. <laughs> you don't know my father because if you if you knew my father, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And it, it, and it was like it partly sucks because yeah. being obedient to the law that came through God, mm-hmm. like Moses and all that. Yeah, it's like. Jesus is basically telling us now, it's like, all right, that's good that you really were cognizant of all of that. Well, the laws followed it. Yeah, yeah. Great. But now I'm here. Right. So now because I'm here, what I say goes. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like you attach that to now. It's like there may be ideas in your life about stuff that you really feel are important to hold on to. Right. Traditions. Ideologies. Perspectives. Right. And then God's like, I want you to leave all that. Just... Right. Right. Like, yeah. Go ahead. Like, I feel like just by like listening to it, it's like they was submitted unto the idea of the law, 
And it's like mm. it wasn't actually I exactly. submitted to God mm-hmm. who was who who created the law. Exactly. So it's like yeah. when Jesus came, the plain and simple thing was Jesus trying to was trying to bring um Genesis back. Yes. And it was like now it's relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. When Adam was walking in the garden, he was talking mm-hmm. to God. So it's like Jesus was like trying to under, help them understand you submit to relationship instead, but they were submitted to religion. That's why they didn't catch mm-hmm. it because they were so that's good. Uh, into deep in religion that they try to they, they made up all these ideas in their mind or they had all these thoughts on how it look or it should look right but mm-hmm. jesus is like nah you get you get it all messed up exactly it's, it's it's relationship right like you have relationship then you'll get understanding it's like mm-hmm. for me it's like that's that's kind of like that's what keeps me in the, in the center is like it's like I'm, a, I'm about relationship not about religion or spirituality like because those come underneath relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like when Jesus came, he was like trying to introduce them to relationship, it's right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Me plus you, you know what I'm saying? Is mm-hmm. a child of God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what he was trying to present to them. It was like in that fashion, they was lost in the whole. Well, what about Moses said? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like Jesus, like you messed up because you trying to get an idea right. without having the person that created the idea. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You idolize the product, right. not the creator. Right. <laughs> no, because I'm like listening to you. I'm like, you summarize this whole thing. Like, like, yo, it's because it's facts. Like, and my thing is, I had this, I had this analogy Spark earlier this week. I wouldn't. That idea would not have come if he hadn't had this conversation. If he didn't spell it out. Right. So, thank you. Thank you. The amazing, incomparable, Warren. Author. Stop playing. Warren. What I. G. Coleman. G. OG. Triple O. Triple OG. Dang. My thing is, what I I appreciate about Warren, and he don't even realize it, I'm going to say this on air, is that he plants seeds without knowing it. Because a lot of times when we're having conversations, like I've met up with him, not really knowing how this conversation was going to go. But as I'm having a conversation with him, ideas just get planted. Thank you. Johnny, listen, it comes from God first. Like, it comes from God first, bro. And speaking of that, yeah. is that uh, I had this analogy. It's like if somebody, and we have to, if we can make things a little bit more tangible in practicality of thinking, right. we can make this a lot easier. So right. I'm going to take it like this. If somebody creates an app, mm-hmm. right? Somebody creates an app, right? Mm-hmm. I see what you're doing, brother. So they have the utmost knowledge, right, of mm-hmm. the product and or service that it provides, right? Mm-hmm. right. If they create an app for it, right? Come on, somebody. Right? So <laughs> that's the person who you should be able to, who you would want to go to if you want to seek the the standstill final draw of how that operates, right? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, that's the end all be all because that was the person who created it. Mm-hmm. We, rather than doing that, would like to submit to all these different blogs and people that have used the product yet have not attained the results that they want. Right. So we'll listen to them because they've used it instead of trying to seek knowledge from the creator of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like when we, when we, so in a sense, they're submitting to that, that spectrum really of, of the, of the user right. as opposed to somebody who created it. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's where it's like, in that context, it's like when the Pharisees and people and the Jewish leaders right. were, were submitting to the law, like you were saying, it's like they were submitting to the law just off the strength of that was what the law said. Right. But you fail to realize that there was a new, new covenant that was being sent at the time. Right. It's like, it's like the equivalent of the, of if the creator does like something and it, it, it didn't work. Right. So he says, all right, I'm putting in this update. Y'all just, y'all don't know about it, but the update's coming. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm putting in this up this, this iOS update. They, they, you know what I'm saying? It sounded like he was like saying like they're submitted to partial potential. Yeah, exactly. Like they're submitted to partial potential. Yeah. Like Jesus is like I'm the full potential right. of how you can live. Like he said, like he said, I give you life and more abundantly. So right. like y'all are living partially without me. You wanna do the old thing. That's crazy. You wanna use you still wanna use the old app expecting new results out right, of it. Right. Like where I've I've already designed right. an updated app. And it's, you know it's, what I'm saying? It's, it's like this. You can either have your app sent to auto-renew. Yeah. Mm. Auto-update. Yeah. Or you have to go and get the update. Mm. And I think it's like, God, That's good. listen, I could just... If you with me, then you'll check the auto-update. Right. Meaning, if I just tell you to move, you Yes, mm. it, you, mm. won't, you won't have to go in and go through settings and all that. Right. It'll mm. just you could be hard headed. It'll get the notification. Right, it's easy, easy access exactly. to you. Exactly, you could be hard headed and have to do mm. it manually. Right, and I, and I think that's and have to watch this and and on that too. On top of that, you have to wait. When you do it manually, you got to go in, and you are now dedicating time that you could have been spending exactly. doing something else, waiting on that update and, to and go God's through. Like, God sitting there with his. All you had to do was I saw the, I already sent the notification. All you had to do was hit okay, and it could have been happening as you were doing all these other things mm-hmm. that I told you to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. Are we talking about the app? Or are we talking about? I'm talking like yeah. creating extra steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, shout out to my lady. She's the queen of eliminating extra steps. Mm. Efficiency, praise yeah. God. And so we started dating. She's like. Why, why are you doing this? Like, it would be just simple things. Yeah. Like, like um, say we're going to the movies. I might buy the tickets once we get there instead of just ordering them the day before. You want to you pay the same price. Right. Like, now we get there. I'm, I'm getting popcorn. I'm getting the tickets. Mm-hmm. We could have just had the tickets, right. got the popcorn, been right in. Right. Now we're creating an extra step. Right. And I've noticed through this relationship how I create extra steps all over. Just my whole life, I've yeah. created extra right. steps. Like this, everywhere, it's a, it's a disease. Like, <laughs> bro, why are you doing this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and, yo, it's so funny when people do something. This one thing that yeah. came from something turned into something that became very much a part of my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And now I'm trying to break this thing. Mm-hmm. Even with God, my relationship with God, I just see how I've created extra steps right. guys like getting to me ain't that deep number right. one right. doing what I say ain't that deep mm-hmm. number two right. stop making prolonging it right it's really it stems from self-sabotage right. really not wanting to just do the thing prolonging it because I don't want to feel what it feels like to, if it don't go right and you know delaying the inevitable guys like listen if you're going to fail I'm going to be there oh I, I was I watched Coach Carter mm. I, won't, I only watched that movie one time why? I watch it You are. Why? It's it just too much on your heart. It, it's is that in a uh, hardball? Oh yeah, hardball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard, yeah, hardball. Hardball is tragic. Yeah, hardball is tragic. G baby. Yeah, G baby, man. <laughs> the only movie I can watch that I think is tragic is You Got Served. Okay. That's that. But that would probably hit. I think that wouldn't. The I don't know. If I had to order made, it, it would probably be Hardball, You Got Served, and then because honestly. If I'm being honest, I ain't care that what's the name got got shot. Uh, the dude cousin. Oh, G-Baby? No, 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 no. On uh, Coach on Coach Carter, like I, I was like, I didn't really care about that no. like that. G-Baby? It, it was heartwarming you don't care though. About that, G-Baby? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's like you, you, you monster. <laughs> 
No, nah, it was the dude uh, Cruz's cousin <laughs> on uh, Coach Carter. But back to what he was see, saying. I didn't care about him. Yeah, right. It was. I, I now it was heart heartwarming to see that he pulled up to his coach's house after that happened. Though I will say that that was the part that was like, okay. Frankly, I don't remember. Yeah. Well, I'm refreshing, refreshing the memory. No. Nah. They, they call you the refresher. Mm. Oh, that's the new name. Mm. That's the new one. Oh, he said, "All right." I looked at him like, yeah. oh, "Oh, okay." Oh. You ain't tell me this. Yeah. <laughs> the drip, drip. Huh? Uh, <laughs> see, nah, see, nah. That's that's our young brother Avery with the drip, drip. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Stay yeah, with yeah, the drip, yeah. drip. You know, pinky ring pinky swag. Master. Pinky ring master. swag. I don't know. I don't know a lot of people that wear pinky rings like that. So. That's what I'm, that's what I'm gonna call him. But um, shout outs to him. But what happened? What I was gonna say is that 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 quote, our deepest fear is not that we are mm. uh, inadequate, but that mm. we are powerful beyond measure. Right. And that's I, what you was just kind of alluding to is to me like we have this tendency to deny ourselves greatness because mm. we're afraid mm. that if we aim for greatness, that it will increase our level of me- basically mediocrity or inadequacy. But it's like. And I and I was that's why I was telling y'all earlier I had something that was called about failing failing forward. Shout out to John Maxwell. Mm. Now that I know no, that's a book yeah. title, um, cop it, amazing book. cop it. Amazing book. It's like a book you keep in a nightstand. Yeah. yeah. Reminders, you. reminders, right? And what I was saying in that is that it really failure is a is a it's really evidence of effort and courage, not of you not you not being able to. Mm. Because if you didn't feel you were you were able to, you wouldn't have done it in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, so it says more about you taking a step forward and trusting that there's there's something else that's to be attained there on the other side, as opposed to you saying, "All right, I'm not gonna do it." That's why I'd rather somebody try something and say it didn't work, right? That's what everybody we all say, right? Mm-hmm. You know, try something. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But See, I'm, try like, I'm learning that. I, I'm learning yeah. that. You know what? If I fail, it's Oh, it's okay. It's, it's not it's negative. It's good though. Yeah. It's like, and and the attempt of doing something and failing at it, it takes the, the complication away because it's like you know you don't have to do that route anymore because you know that route didn't work or how the certain things in that route. And you're not work. playing up all these different scenarios right. in your mind. Right. You talk about imagination, like right. you all in yeah, all. You already got it out now. Yeah, it's so, done. It's <laughs> done. That's you could check that off the box. No. Right? I'm in it right. That's why yeah, yeah. everything we talking about, yeah. I'm experiencing right now in my life. So it's right on time. Uh-huh. God is right now, it's never late. Right. Right. And, and the thing is, like, it's failing forward, and it's just also just understanding that it's it's an opportunity for you to get better. Mm-hmm. Because now you know, like you said, you know that that way didn't work, so you know what way not to go back to. I think failure really is a repetition of fail of failed. Of confirmed failed ways, if mm-hmm. it, if it makes sense. Well, one thing I, t- I tell myself a lot is like, um, the one of my mentors used to say is like, failure is data. Yeah, so it is. It's yeah. really something to be studied. Right. And you'll when you know, feeling forward. Feeling forward. Yeah. yeah, that's one thing you learn in the book, man. Like, it's really having a mindset that you know what. Like for example, I tell um, my best friend all the time. I'm like, listen, imagine. If you were Diddy. Mm. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like Diddy woke up in your body. Oh man. It would not take Diddy that long to get to where he is. Because he knows now. Like he has has an awareness. Because he succeeded and failed enough. He has enough data to go, you know what? I can't stay here. I'm too capable to sit here. Facts. 
So the dip, there's really the difference between me and him is just a mindset. Right. It's really being able to attack things. And so you think about anybody like anybody that you look up to, that you favor, that you think is dope. If they were to take over your body, right. they might do more with it. Not not saying wow. That, not not wow. saying you, you was a dirtbag or nothing. But no, but just they put might, it. They might go. Oh look. Oh, we're about to do, oh, it's putting it, put it in perspective. It's right. really putting it in perspective. And, you know, I think when you go through failures, it's also evidence of submission. Because, I mean, you had to submit to something. Cause if, not, you, if, you, if you go through failure, yeah. submitting, yeah. you're going to come out better than you would if you right. weren't. Right. What I'm saying you is, fail without the submission. Yes. What I'm saying is, because in order to for you to do something that produces a failure, so to speak, you had to submit to something, even if it not, even if it wasn't God. Right. You had to submit to the idea that you were going to do this well, mm-hmm. or that you were going to come on. Like you don't just I, I don't know yeah, anybody. I yeah, I thought you meant Godless submission, but yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like what I'm saying, if you put it in that context too, you're right. You're absolutely correct. And it, you could you could fail without submission. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It'd be better to fail. Because then it was planned in mm-hmm. God's eyes. I think the thing for what I want the, the listeners to get to is that you you are submitting to something every day you wake up. Mm-hmm. We submit to our jobs. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I have the expectation that in two weeks I will get paid. That's my that's what I'm submitting to. I'm submitting to this cash hitting my account. You know that's because I I'm, I'm confident in that in in what I'm submitting to in that glory. You know, but outside of work. What do, I, what, what do you submit to outside of work? Right. What do you do? Like, are you... Me. See, you know what I'm saying? Do you submit to just... Some, uh, Stephen Furtick, um, great, another great, phenomenal pastor. First he, of all, he said... I say Furtick. Furtick? Furtick. You say Furtick. Furtick. It's Furtick. It sounds real majestical when you say it. Yeah, yeah. I like... I, maybe that's why. I just sound... Right. It kind of like... Right. It got a little more... I don't know. He said Stephen Furtick. I'm going to bring you a new way. A yeah. new way to... I'm going to put some new light on this man's name. It's that LED light, boy. Fur tick. Fur tick. Fur tick. You gonna like, get a call next week. You remember, you remember from uh, <laughs> you gonna get a call next week? Yo, like, yeah, I want yeah, you to introduce yeah, my name. Yeah. Now. You remember? You heard the podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think uh, it'd be best to be. Do you remember? Uh, <laughs> y'all remember the song by Wale called? Uh, what was it called? Um, Diary. I think it was Diary. It, but it was a music video where Morgan Freeman was um, doing an uh, introduction to the song, and he said, "He says not Wale, not Whale, not." Wally or whatever or whatever or whatever it's Wale like so it was, that's funny everybody be that um, Stephen Furtick was saying he was saying that you submit like are you submitting to convenience do you submit do you submit to when everything is going the way that you want it to then you can submit to it you know to you, then you then that's when you can submit to God that's, is, that, is when it's convenient that's what's irking because I feel yeah. like Everybody's idea of submission is kind of tough. I'm saying, like, I can only submit to God when things are in where when they're set up and they're conditioned for me to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like to start to start this business. Like Stephen Steve Harvey, he talked about how he was in a car one time for 35 cents to his name. Yeah, you know Steve's, Steve's, yeah, Steve's story crazy. Yeah, yeah crazy. But that wasn't an opportunity. For, that was all, and he recognized that, that that failure that he had 
built up to that point in his life was also an opportunity. And people don't realize Steve didn't get hot till his late thirties. Right. Like we when we saw Steve, yeah, he was, his, he was like thirty eight. Exactly, Steve was in fire until exactly. And he went on a run, right? And he, even when he did the talk show, yeah, I didn't think Steve Harvey should be on the talk show. I don't think show. he. I ain't, look honestly. I was Steve, like, oh, okay. I lo- Steve Harvey shout out to him. I didn't think he was that funny. He was he was cool, mm-hmm. but he wasn't that funny to me. Personally. He was funny enough to get what he got. Yeah. Listen, man. <laughs> with Steve, because like if I could interview Steve, I can. I would interview him. Just because Steve is like, the, from how he came from where he came from, it was like different because it's like he used a skill set to place him in an area where now he's not even like he still crack jokes, but it's just like he, he he right he's, he's right. in a whole different like he rolled the vehicle yo that's got what that's got like, off, hopped in another yeah yo, I'm telling you that's like to me that's motivating. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you're saying, like, Warren, you're about to be an author, and I sit here and work at being an author, and then all of a sudden, I'm like this businessman that just, a guru, just sitting there, just putting out putting out wisdom on what I know. Yeah. Just from being, starting off as an author. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I like I respect the man. I, I see that. Like, There's things I'm working on, and people say, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, this is just... You don't, you don't see it. It is. You don't see it. This, this, this ain't it. Yeah, right. no, no, no. But this is the whip. I'm yeah. just riding I'm, the whip. Yeah. Get to the mod to stop. I'm right. Get so I'm riding the whip now so the ghost can ride the whip. Somebody, somebody <laughs> actually said to me one time. Gang. Yeah. <laughs> they actually they like said something to me. He said, um, your destination that you see, that's not the true destination. He was like, because as long as we're living... God's gonna bring you to one destination just because He wants you to get to another destination, but you would never take that step for that main destination yeah. if it was so big or so scary. So it was like He gives you something to focus on. Everybody thinks that it's an end road to this, right? The end road is not until we leave here. Right. And my thing is also, I had to come to that realization last night. I was actually having a conversation with somebody, and I said, "Yo, I think when we we confuse like this work righteousness, right? That mm-hmm. I was trying to talk about earlier." Is it's not the fact that you're what you, what you are doing changes because what you do changes what what you when what you do changes what your heart desires changes right what your mind thinks changes you know what I'm saying because mm. everything flows internally once you realize that things flow from inter, from internal to external right. then you can really unlock that's what really God wants you know what I'm saying because um, and in that uh, statement is. Submission, I don't think, really has an end road. It's right. really, are you continuing to chase after God's heart right. in what you do, in all that you, in all that you are? Mm-hmm. Do you chase after God's heart? And the thing is, we'll never truly, and I'm just putting it out there, we will never truly understand the all the all the facets of God's heart because right. it's, 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 it's too deep. Yeah. But the thing is, so we're never, so there's no end goal there. It's never, we're never going to have that knowledge. But the question is, do you still choose to seek knowledge? Do you still continue to seek his heart in all that you do? Despite the fact that it's like, all right, I've already come to the conclusion. We're never really going to understand it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I don't chase after. It doesn't mean I don't desire. It. That doesn't mean I don't want it. I mean, but some people are know-it-alls. So they want to know it all. Exactly. Right. right. Guys, like, listen. We're gonna get all that. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, the guy, the guy. Yeah. So let's, let's get through the day. Right. Let's How get through. How about you the stop day. doing this thing? I told you to stop doing. Exactly. How about you start listening? Right. How about you 
uh, seek leadership from this mentor, not that one. Exactly. Right? It's funny. I look. I look back at these past two years, and I saw how God removed people from my d- just like people. My fave five has right. changed, right. Mm. and it was funny. Like maybe right before I started dating, like a couple months ago, God was like, "You about to walk into a season." With people who liked you before ain't gonna like you. Mm. And I've gotten this warning three times in my life. And every time it always it came through. It always manifested. Mm-hmm. Right before, like and I'm talking like I'm praying, or I when I pray, I, I pray and then I sit in silence. Yes, so right. I pray and I'm sitting. And rarely do I hear something so clear. Right. Mm. So when I heard it the third time, oh I know I know I know exactly what you're saying. Right. Right. And then, not even three weeks after, it just started manifesting. It's, you can see, like, you see the seed, you see the the, the flowers, yo, the flowers are like, blooming. Yo, I, I was just glad yeah. I got a warning this time, like, yeah, because God don't have to do that, right? right. He don't, yeah. yeah. I was like, yo, I was like, I was like, you gotta move different, right? Like, there's certain things, even um, um, God was just so Pastor Ramon, yeah. Our last mentorship meeting. He, we, we spent like two hours talking about boundaries. Mm-hmm. And he laid out boundaries to me. He said, you need to put a boundary here. He he, he, he right. put every part. Mm-hmm. I mean, he laid out every area where a boundary was needed. Mm-hmm. And certain few of them, I was like, all right, that makes sense. Yeah, right. Other ones didn't. He was like, what? And he was kind of like, what are you, like, what are you mm-hmm. talking about? He's like, I see things you don't see right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. He was like, if you want to be somebody's husband one day. Mm-hmm. Gotta set this boundary, or you'll be known as this type of guy. And I was mm-hmm. like, "All right." Mm-hmm. And so I did what he said, and it was some of them that if I did not set that boundary, mm-hmm. the things God brought into my life right after that, right in that time frame, mm-hmm. it would have been ruined. Right, completely mm-hmm. ruined. Like, like, mm. so like when when you like talking about boundaries, like if you didn't listen and submit to His word. That would have been a lack of protection that you would have had. Mm. So it's like, because I think me and you was kind of talking about yeah, right now, where it's like submission, what we submit under is kind of what we are protected under. Yes, exactly. Right, so right, right, like, right. It's like making that decision on, like, when we look at submission, we like, oh, we got to give up this. But it's like, you can't, you got to change the mind, that perspective. Like, it's not about, like, we got to give up this. It's like, all right, what am I protecting myself from? What kind of shield you want? Yeah, what kind of shield am I, am I going to put on myself? Yeah. So it's like, under that submission, it's like by Ooh. you taking his word on mm. boundaries, it was like it was a protection on mm. okay, I'm protecting you for the next season. Right. So it's like when we look at submission, it's kinda like we should look at what kind of protection do we want or what kind of protection do we need? What armor are you putting yeah. on? Like what, what are yo, we, what are we that's doing? that's good. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was like the even with God, we sub, we yeah. submit underneath God is like the right amount of sub- submission that we put in. Yeah. That's the amount of protection that we're gonna put. We're gonna get under out of it. What we gotta do is we gotta start taking some of these words that are frequently used in our Christian community right. and really redefine those words because tell the truth. Redefining it is telling the truth. Yeah, 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 yeah is exactly. revealing the truth. Because right. we've misconstrued some of these things in our own mind. Submission, like, failure. Yeah, right. These are negative right. words, especially. I mean, from I, at least I guess more so for men. Like I don't who I got to submit to. I'm my own. Right. I, I'm my own man. Like. What you talking about like and it's like no bro, bro like see, I I, that particular I don't have that issue. I don't have that issue either yeah but I see men having the issue exactly and I think you think about the whole husband submit yourself to your wife yeah right right it, it was important for me it is important for me mm-hmm. to 
find somebody who I'm who me saying that I don't have a problem. Saying exactly that. right. If I was submitting to an idiot, right, then of course I'm gonna be you're gonna be her. frustrated. And you're gonna be it's gonna be a reminder right. when I tried to submit before. Right, but it's certain yeah. things where it's like me, even me dating. I was single for two years. I literally would talk to God all the time. I'd be by myself. I'd be driving home. Mm-hmm. God, if it's not for me, I don't. don't yeah, don't, don't let it man. Don't let it come. Yeah, don't let it right. come. I don't want it. Right. But if it's for me, yes. Let me. Up. Let that please. manifest, please. Yo, please. yo, listen. I'm I'm Blake Griffin. All right. I'm just trying. I'm looking for a oof. First of all, I'm looking for the oof. That's not a good example. <laughs> I knew you was going to go there. I'm looking for the oof. He's a he's a paper thin Hall of Famer. Yeah, but he was nice dunker. He could put you know. I'm. <laughs> I seen his face. I like looked at his face. Uh, like, oh. I just hate Blake Griffin analogies in any positive. Sean way. Kemp, it's Gary Payton oh. potentially. What? Sean Sean Kemp, Gary Payton. Let's, what about LeBron James? Yeah, but LeBron, who's he? Oh, D Wade. Okay, he can sure. catch the oop and he can pass the oop. Sure, yeah, but I'm talking. I'm talking about being on the receiving end. I'm never going to be the passer in God's kingdom. God's kingdom. God. Anthony Davis. <laughs> I'm not saying Anthony Davis. That don't sound right. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin was was putting dudes posters. Where is he now? He's putting dudes on posters. <laughs> where is he? Where is he now? He was putting dudes on posters. Is my point. That's the analogy, fellas. If y'all listen, ladies, <laughs> I, know, I know y'all know who Blake Griffin is. <laughs> ladies, I know y'all know who Blake Griffin is. Blake Griffin is a talented. Double double, that should never go to the Hall of Fame. Sure, but the NBA. But everyone lets NBA, NBA lets everyone in basketball because mm-hmm. it's not NBA; it's basketball. Entirely Hall of Fame, which is beyond me. But anyway, um, what I want to uh, do is what, what I also want to <laughs> do is Warren. Um, you know, you said you wrote this amazing book, which I've indulged in myself. Very good. Mm-hmm. There was some chapters I had to hit him up and let him know, hey, bro, you smacking me in my face right now. Mm-hmm. I don't appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he texted me one night. Yeah. He was like, yeah. Yo, this book got me. I got tears. I had to put this joint down. Yeah. Disrespectful. I'm like, yo, <laughs> my bad. Yo. You mother... No. <laughs> 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 no. He, uh, but he's, man, it's a phenomenal book, man. Um, it, You know, we're talking about submission and really continuing to let God really be your, um, basically, uh, direction in life. Mm-hmm. And allowing him to take the reins of that map, you know, that of that car that you drive in this thing called life. Right. And um, I, I just got I have a question that I want to ask you about just the process of the book, okay, if you don't mind. Before, before we go on the question. Yeah. Just because you just said something. Mm-hmm. It feels like I'm looking at it now. It's like if I didn't submit until what God told me, then you would have never got that experience. So it's like that was like my mm-hmm. biggest, my biggest thing when um, I rededicate myself is like. When I submitted and I came into the fold, God showed me all the people that was hurting just because I was running. So it was like, because I didn't submit to myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you had to submit I, to God. I, I to, had to submit to God. To so a lot it was of, like, yeah. it's like a lot of people was out there like with my name attached to them for me to touch them in the way that they need to be touched. Mm-hmm. And it was like, because I didn't submit, it was like, like that, that, that tore me up inside. It's like, who just, are you? Who are you? This is this is a question. Inside, like, question is who are you? Who who is dying? Right. Because of you not submitting to yeah, God. That, that tore me up. I was crying. Like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, that's a big fact yeah. though. Like I told, so I told a couple weeks ago. I went to a lady and pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, and it was it was honestly genuine. I just told him, "Yo, thank you for your yes mm-hmm. to God." Because if you didn't say yes, mm-hmm. wouldn't even had this opportunity right. to re to re invoke my walk with God and have a church a church home really place I can call home. Like that is life being lived and lives being changed right. because they said yes. Everything we see when we go to church was in their head. Yeah. Right. At a time where no one else could see it. Exactly. Your book. Yeah, your book. Your right. Mm. So in that book, what were um parts some parts that you enjoyed? Like what chapters maybe did you like writing the most? Mm. I wanna say number one was on faith. It was establishing faith. And it was like like I like I said before, it was kinda of like incorrect understanding. Um, our incomplete understanding of who God really was and it was like having faith on actually knowing that the word was true rededicating because it's like I was out there in the world so I like mm-hmm. experienced everything so it was like coming back to it it was like I started to see things and I'm like wow so it was like mm-hmm. establishing that that running faith because it's like we can get faith or have faith mm-hmm. it's just like when like how we was talking mm-hmm. earlier like when life starts to really hit you mm-hmm. that's the faith that gets you through is like alright do you really believe in my word yeah like you hit right now. How do you exercise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Another one. Another one was um, it talks about seeds, sowing seeds. Sowing seeds, right? And my favorite one was um, uncommon seed, and this is something that God gave me. It was like one of those things I was writing, and God dropped it on on my mind, and it was like <clears throat> the uncommon seed. And it's like we look at we look at Christianity and we're like, this is the way that we're supposed to um, walk or submit to, if you want to kind of keep it on that. Right. It's like, but it's just like everybody's made uniquely. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? The environments that we put in, we're putting in that environment for a reason. It's for to shift us and mold us. It's like pressure creates a change. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Anything that happens is out of pressure. So it's like and that is like in our environment is like how can you sow an uncommon seed? How can you be the uncommon seed? And it's like being in your authentic and unique self, like that you can really speak to others. Is, is your authentic, unique self? And it's like we look at other people's or, or images or mm-hmm. um, people that are higher or mentors or you know what I'm saying. And we kind of take it and we like, oh, this is the way that it goes. But it's just like it's like ah, you know, yeah, they're using right. the pr- they're using the principles that God gave them, but it's like but they were being themselves. Yep, yeah. self, they're taking mm-hmm. it and they're using mm-hmm. it and applying it in their unique form. That's good. So it was like that was my biggest thing, just because I felt different every time, like growing up. Yeah. I was different. I would look at my family. I'd be like, yeah, well, I ain't supposed to be here. Right. <laughs> I ain't the same. <laughs> you know what right. Like, exactly. Like, I'm like, I ain't supposed to be here. Yeah. And some people think that that's like a. Uh, like an uppity attitude, but it's just like, nah, I recognize, yeah, it's just, I recognize who God created me to be. Yeah. And I walk confidently in that. Um, somebody, another person that goes to our church that I, that kind of echoes that too is, uh, is, uh, Don. Right. I think of Don, like he, 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 he confident in what he is and what he is and who he is. He like, different. you know, different. and some people may take it, you know, as like arrogance or whatever you want to call it. But I think it is just, he's just confident in who God created him to be. And you got to be that, like you said, in order to, um, you know, get to the point where you can allow God to be who he is supposed to be for you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's a good point. I think it's like um, we all need to look at as people of God, 
how much more confident we can be in God. Like, mm. we can be more confident as a people than we come off. Yeah, old facts. It's not about being arrogant. I think about being arrogant, it's like pride can take somebody off their path real quick. Because mm-hmm. right? pride says, oh, it's about me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a self-serving mentality. Mm-hmm. But if we submit to God and God boosts our confidence, mm-hmm. it's really, man, it's, it's, a, it's so much more we can do. I love meeting and what appears to be a super confident man or woman of God mm-hmm. without the arrogance. Right. Yes. Right. Like they, they walking around mm-hmm. not proud, confident. Right. Like just just feel the joy of the Lord, happy, knowing that God can do anything through them. Right. That's different from oh I'm that dude. Right. I'm that I don't want to see that. Right. Yeah. No, you're right. Right. Yeah. But there is a place in God where it's like Jesus was very Jesus was very confident. Right. Listen, man. He was uncommon too. Yeah. When he like showed up, he was like, he was over here healing sick. Right. It's like, <laughs> you know oh, you have you been sick for how many years? Yeah. Go on. Right. Yeah. Go on. Uh, he came back changing. The, he changed the game. That's what it was. He you only have how many game. pieces of bread? You have. Changed you have how many pieces of bread? You have how many pieces of fish? Oh, that'll do. Same. Same scripture. Yep. But just because he, he embraced his uniqueness, like mm. he knew who he was, so it was like the fact that he embraced that, it was like. That speaks to me on volumes. Is like we need to embrace who we are. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying. Like we need to embrace like what we're supposed to do. What, mm-hmm. Who we're called to. Like how where are we where do we come from? Like why do we? Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Embracing the reality. I All think right. that's the beginning steps of it. Is really you got to embrace the reality of who you are. Like obviously you can dream. You can right. have you know imagination and really you know put yourself you know maybe ahead. You know five years from now, hey, this is what I see myself mm-hmm. as being or doing, but. In order for you to accurately depict that for your own imagination and your dreams, it takes you to acknowledge what the reality is. This is what I do have. This is what I don't have. Do I need this to get there? The thing I love about Jesus, I love, and everybody don't see it this way, but Jesus knew when to leave. (laughs) He was like a masterful. Yo. Mm -hmm. He would. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, he didn't have to stay in the spot. And every time, like the time he told him to ride the boat to the the other side. Yeah, and he went up to the mountain. Exactly. And I don't know if y'all remember, um, we had the acceleration conference. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And Pastor had preached on acceleration, and he preached on how like Jesus got from the mountain to the water mm-hmm. in the. So for them, it took them what two hours. Yeah, yeah. He had got there from there to there mm. in an instant. Right. Which which proves my point that Jesus was a teleporter. Right. I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, listen, I can show you. He was the son of God. I can show you scripture in Acts where it was like, I, I forget the name, but I think I think it was like Acts uh, chapter 18, where the one guy he like walked the guy to the water, and then from walking the guy to the water, God just shifted him and put him somewhere else. And I like I literally contact somebody that like went to um, seminary, like Princeton Seminary School, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yo, did, is this transportation like teleportation right now?" Like, and she was like, "Let me read it." And she's like, uh, yeah, that's some, what it said. Yeah. "I'm like, it's right there in Acts." Like, like he literally baptized the guy and got up, and it was like from there it said it, it jumps where the guy got up and he was rejoicing, please, he was happy, yeah, 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 yeah he was yeah, rejoicing, please, he was yeah. happy, he was praising the Lord, and it was like, but then it talks about. Um, 
how hit the other guy, I think it was like maybe Cephas or Salas or something like that. Like where he like transported to a whole nother city. And I don't even research the city and see how far it was. Mm. And it's not in walking distance. It's hours away in walking distance. So putting against theological background no, listen, to this. exactly what because it's again when you read the Bible it, you don't think about none of this stuff just eye contact reading right. this right. you have to do your research people I mean you do but you know, we also have to acknowledge this if birds can fly right. and God created birds and angels can fly Jesus could definitely fly. That's why I said. I was like looking at this too. I was he like, listen. Goku I was like, this is. Like, I was like, this was the son of God. Remember this. Like, it, it wasn't. He was blessed. He was highly favored. He was highly favored. So I'm saying. And he wouldn't even need to do that because he could transport, teleport. So he didn't need to fly if he could just pull up in the spot. But he could fly, man. Walking on water. Was he walking on the water? Right. Or was he levitating? That's what I'm saying. That's what I said. Just saying. Now, here's my thing. And here's my thing, too, is when you talk about Jesus going to the cross, that was the ultimate level of submission because he had, you're the son of God. Mm-hmm. You have the ultimate green light. Right? Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, you have the ultimate green light to do whatever you need to. Like, I can, God, yo. Take care of these people. He could have spit out lightsabers on his mouth. Right. He could have did anything. He could have did anything. But he said, I'm going to submit. Because he knew the joy that was set before him. And he knew that it was a bigger purpose other than his convenience and his and or his existence. It's like this. Let's say you're 13. Yeah. And God show you who your wife going to be. Like, mm-hmm. the fullness of it. Like, right. you experience what it's like to know her. Right. But you're 13. Right. Right? Right. You know you're not going to meet her until you're 29. Right. Then everybody that come your way between now and then, you're not going to acknowledge them because mm-hmm. you know the joy that's set before you. Like, you know what's ahead. Well, will we? we human. We're flawed, but... <laughs> Let's say this is a dope woman we're talking about. Okay. She's but, an amazing... But 16 years is a long time, bro. <laughs> no, I get you. No, I get what you. No, I, I did my what best. You, what you saying? The way they work. No, he no, no, no. no that's Brandon. <laughs> no, I will wait. No, Brandon. But I will wait. It ain't worth the wait. It was just you, it, maybe if you said five years. You worth the wait for me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen, to that, if you listen to that, you worth the wait. No. Oh. Sixteen years. Can we? Just, nah, nah, bro. Sixteen years. Warren, Warren, please. It ain't worth it. I plead. Sixteen years is not a long time. Listen, but if, if God show you a vision, you already you already know it. it's, it's gonna be in your heart. You right. What God has you, for you. You right. You right. You right. But I think that's why we. That's why he don't. He don't tell us these things. Cause. We might, we might cut this short so we can lay hands on this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the, but that's the reason I why he. God did it. You know, no, I know God did, did a lot of things for us, but we if he told us. If he said, I want you to wait 16 years. Yeah. You couldn't wait. <laughs> I would have, no, nah, I would have joked and said, God. I would God. wait. Yes. With a. Never mind. With some chamomile tea. <laughs> some lavender. Some lavender. <laughs> I'd be taking bubble baths just waiting for my time. <laughs> 
like you over there itching. Hey, nah, I mean, I'm just, I, I just said 16 years is a long time. That's all I said. I didn't say I was not going to be obedient. You still got your, your 30s and your 40s? Sure. sure. That's where half the millennials is at now anyway. Sure. Sure. A lot of us, is, uh, you know, have gone through it because we didn't want to wait. Yeah. And mm-hmm. ended up with people yes. that God didn't want us to be exactly. with. Exactly. Precisely. Mm-hmm. It's precisely. So not to say we wouldn't, we we could have all kind of been together now. Yeah. Like in, in reality, happily yeah. healthy relationships. But the problem is we have to carry but other we things. We wasn't willing to wait. Yeah, there was too many hey big heads. And, you know. <laughs> and what's what's up? <laughs> How you doing? That's true though. How you doing? Too many pit stops. Yeah, yeah. He always gave, he gave us. <laughs> we make it. It's like he gave us right. He gave us the ultimate car. The car that didn't have. He didn't need. Didn't need to refill gas. Uh-huh. You get you you good gas is is at a max and it's gonna stay at a max. It's like God. I still want to stop at a gas station. Why? I'm really trying to find that scripture. Why you? Yeah, why are you really trying to stop at a gas station? I already got your tank filled. I already guaranteed it filled, Patrick. I guaranteed it, man. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. If I had to start over and wait, I would. Uh, I trust God that much at this point. Yeah, man. I've been through enough. I always tell people like, just imagine like your best future self taking you out to eat. If this Patrick could take out. 19-year-old Patrick. I would grind him up. No, facts. I would grind him Listen, up. Listen. Like, I would trash him. You have, I, I sit there sometimes. I'm looking at myself. I'll go. I, I see, like, you know, I have, like, pictures and stuff from, like, when I was younger and stuff. So, but I look at myself. I'm like, this dude was. This is not the dude that you see at all. Yeah. Oh, I took like, a snapshot. Oh, it's a snapshot. What is it? So this is the verse that um, Warren was discussing earlier in Acts. It's not, it's not saying the chapter. It's just saying the verse. It was just the verse. Yeah, okay. Because I took a snapshot of it. Great. Great. Nah. <laughs> well, we got. Well, we got it. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Nah. Yeah. You good. But uh. But yeah. So um. Is there any other any other thoughts on submission? Any other thoughts on submission? You know, and uh, any thoughts you want to nah, share we just, as we, we closing? We bust submission upside the head. Yeah, man. I hope y'all, man, take this and really uh, can use this for your own discovery, right? Your self-discovery, your path, and to really just get closer to God because I think it's really based on submission, mm-hmm. right? When you Whatever you submit to, you will become, um, basically. And, and the thing is, when you submit to God, we become more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. When, you, when, you, when you submit and you really want to do everything that is going to acknowledge him before acknowledging yourself, you will find it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of things that we submit to on a daily basis that take us away from that path. And the question is, are you ready to acknowledge what you submit to isn't what you thought it was? You know, it isn't worth what you maybe have painted it to be in your mind. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus is the true path, right? Can we mm-hmm. all agree with That's that? True. Amen. You know. But any other parting thoughts? On today's discussion. Nah, man, I'm just honored to sit with the, the incomparable, illustrious, Warren Coleman Esquire. Man, Esquire. We, we honored to have this lovely man of God um, with the finest beard in, on this side. Yeah, on this side of the Mississippi. Mason Dixon line. You know, we watched his, we found out his secret to his beard today and his flamingo sweat. <laughs> mm. You can't get it everywhere. It's, yeah, it's, it, it, only he got it. Only we, he we, we just honored to learn his secrets, man. Now I'm trying to get a bottle myself. So I can, <laughs> yeah, man. I can't prove you. Thanks, Warren. Yes, yo, Warren. Appreciate you, man. You are like I said, man. You this man's this man's a seed planter, y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't y'all don't understand. Y'all should maybe check in with him, talk to him, 
What's your What's your name on IG, man? You know, uh, share your IG handles. Is uh, Warren underscore Coleman one eighty. Warren um, underscore Coleman one eighty. Also, find me on my website WarrenComan one eighty dot com. Um, and then on uh, Facebook is uh, Living Life Abundantly One Eighty. Living Life Abundantly One Eighty. Got it on Facebook, man. Yo, this this man's phenomenal. This book is phenomenal. Get it? If you don't have a copy, go on his website now. Place an order for it. Where can it be found? Can it be found in stores yet? Are we, uh, are we there not yet? Not in stores yet. Not in stores yet. Okay. Amazon. I should have it on there about next week. Okay. Yeah. Amazon next week, y'all. Yeah. That's a blessing. So it'll be easy. If it, don't don't sit here and tell me I don't got Amazon or you can't go on Amazon. It's easy, bro. It's okay. But that's that's it. And it's called allowing. Only God to control, uh, realization, application, and living with key principles only God has authority over. Amen. Hmm. Amen. I appreciate your time, man. I appreciate you, y'all. Project Pat. For coming on with us with us once more time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why'd you give me that look? <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, he. I'm. I'm. Basically, he gave me that look. Like, are you saying too much now, B? <laughs> you talking too much? Nah. But I appreciate y'all tuning in. This is again the His Cape Not Yours podcast. We appreciate you guys for tuning in, and we hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week and rest Peace of your out, year. This is 2020. Do Let's your thing, it. man. No more excuses, man. Let's get it. We out.